Hello, Cece. Long time no see. What's up, Karen? How are we feeling? <laughs> right. Thanks for asking. I am feeling much better. You might hear like a little stuffiness in my um, voice, but it, indeed it is true. The COVID took me down last week finally caught up with me run as fast as I can but here I am glad to have rested and to get back on schedule I'm glad you're doing better too also I laugh not because we had COVID but because I love when I hear people call it the COVID it actually makes me laugh (laughs) it has now entered a whole new world (laughs) of being something where people add the in front Well, we have a relationship with the COVID. You know, we all have a different one too, because the the week prior kind of overlapping, my parents had it and we all had very different reactions to it. Um, So it really was kind of a personal relationship with this, uh, with this illness. COVID cares. It really wants you to have a unique experience. (laughs) True. (laughs) But I am glad you're feeling better. A lot of other things have happened in the world um, as I was uh, laying there, you know, suffering. Um, <laughs> part of it, I was glad I was just laying there and didn't didn't have the energy to have a voice uh, because it gets messy out there. When things happen, uh, social media blows up, people have opinions, sometimes they come in hot and they use the space to process publicly. So give me some time to think about, you know, how, how I enjoy processing. And I'm just wondering how it was for you. Um, it was none of what I'm going to say next is feeling need or anything. It's just, it was, uh, going on. It was a little much meaning that like, I've had a, I don't even know how to say the words because I'm still kind of like doing my own processing and things. I know I talked to you about this before, but like, it's almost like, uh, I had to shut everything around me like off because I everywhere like I turn like if I looked at my phone or any platform or if I looked at like the TV or mm-hmm. it was automatic entry into people's minds and thoughts and um, they didn't ask me if I wanted to be there <laughs> and it's like you're just automatically there. So I kind of just had to make a choice and shut it all down because um, I was overwhelmed, like not necessarily. I know there are some people that I have had brief conversations with that are in anger mode right now, like they're feeling like angry, um, whatever is if there's something above anger <laughs> that exists as well. Um, and I I think I just like passed, like just went like bing, past anger <laughs> and was just like, uh, I think there was numb, like, mm-hmm. and then I know I have expressed like, man, it seems like kind of just like hopeless, um, not knowing like, hey, like where, what can we do? Does it make sense to live our everyday life if these other things are going on? You know, and so I've had like those conversations, like, first with myself then with others um but overall it's just I break it down into its simplest form I felt numb overwhelmed sad hopeless um and then needing like space to just like work through that on my own 
Um, and then on top of that, like, I think there's always a thought in my mind that like, if I'm quiet, um, people will make up stories about why, why am I not posting about things that have to do with Hmm. world things. Um, and so then on my end, that's my work to do. Right. (laughs) So it's, it's all that like wrapped into one. I know I've said like way more than for 40 words. So, (laughs) well, what I'm, what I'm wanting to do is bring clarity to our audience. So in case you are not from the United States or, um, you're listening to this and you're like, what are they talking about? Are they talking about the school shooting? Are they talking about, um, Supreme court, you know, so there's, there's too much. No one knows what we're talking about. So um, in the past week, we've had a couple of rulings from the Supreme Court of the United States um, that affected uh, abortion and it also affected um, the, the right to abortion and also um, some of the gun legislatures. So these things have, oh, have happened. There's one more. Oh, and there's one more. Cece, go ahead. It's um, that we can, no, people can no longer sue if police don't read you your rights, your Miranda rights. Okay. And so um, in the United States, we have this thing called the Miranda rights, um, which you've probably seen on cop shows. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say will be held against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. Um, I don't actually know the whole Karen, you must watch a lot of cop shows. (laughs) But it is, uh, CT is saying that that is no longer um, something that, that officers have to do when arresting you. So um, another piece of legislation that, that is probably pretty controversial because we're talking about bringing awareness to people, uh, people having choice and rights and freedoms, um, but also where it has to do with guns in this country, we have had, um, I'm going to evaluate more than our share of gun murders in schools And it's highly, highly impactful, Um, not only in the lives that was taken, but on uh, the expression of the violence and on the communities. So this is what we're talking about, that not saying we're not here to talk about the right and wrong of this legislation. We're talking about how do we process this as communities and as individuals. And what I'm hearing Cece say is that, you know, she was overwhelmed and feeling kind of sad and helpless and, and, and hopeless and uh, kind of moved beyond anger to something else, but needed space to do her processing. And there are people who pull you in. Why aren't you posting? Why aren't you out here marching? Why aren't you doing this? Um, uh, and they, they, they push because, um, they want to have understanding maybe of, of the process. So this is kind of the, the recap of where we are with the conversation so far. Exactly. And I know I had shared that there was, you know, I'm in a group chat. It's a bunch, bunch of girls and we just like talk whatever. But when all of this came out, group chat on fire, like, and it was going for a while, a while, a while. And I was um, looking at these messages and I was like, I can't. Like, I can't hold this. I don't have space to hold for you. I'm trying to hold space for myself, you know? Um, 
and I didn't know what to say. Like these are all people too that like also didn't know them. Like we just met like within the past year, so it's not like um, people you know. You know, where sometimes you can like hold silence, and they already kind of have an understanding of like, oh, you know, Cece's probably just like taking her time, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, if, most times with friends, you kind of have a general understanding of how people sometimes process information just do like past experience right so this is new they don't know how I go about processing you know things in general and so I was like man like what do I say blah blah so I just like jumped in I was like hey listen like you're not really gonna like hear me talk about this because I'm taking time to like process it on my own um and I'm glad I did that and I wasn't necessarily concerned, like, all right, whatever, whatever they think, that's fine. That's their, their stuff to hold, not mine. Um, but I think when it comes to, I'm going to switch really quick. Cause like, to me, that's like personal, like, Hey, we're in a text. But, like when we switch to like social media stuff, there's this, like my thought from how I've seen other issues expressed on social media is like, if you're not, if you're silent, if you're not saying anything on the, on the internet, like you don't care. And when I hear that, I'm like, I like turn off. I either turn off. And also there's like the torn part that I said, where I'm like, do I care what people think? And I'm like, no, <laughs> cause I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that it's not, I don't have to put my process on the internet. I don't have to express anything on the internet. That's my space to do with as I please. And there's enough people posting their thoughts, feelings. I don't see a lot of needs on the internet. So <laughs> the thoughts and feelings and, and judgments on the internet. Um, and they, it's open. You know what I'm saying? So like how I said, like, hey, I don't, I had to turn everything off to get space to myself. Yeah. So like, yeah. if I don't like that, why would I do that? And kind of almost like, put someone else in a scenario where they like are like I, there's nowhere I could go on the internet like so I'm gonna keep posting my coffee videos and my hair growth videos on the internet and focus on my other um on my processing myself and doing what I need to do to contribute in the way that I want to contribute which is not via means on the internet <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. And as you know, I'm not on social media. So my, my processing work is, it is interior. And since I have practice groups and classes, I'm able to use this as examples. And uh, definitely we were working on empathy um, on Sunday. And so a lot of people needed empathy. And the great thing about practicing empathy is you're really reminded that you're not you don't have to be in agreement. So you could take two people on opposite sides of an issue and they can practice giving each other empathy. And I find that to be incredibly powerful when two parties sit down and hear what is important to the other party, to hear, you know, the need, like you said, there's the needs aren't really being stated out there. But if I could hear what's what's what need is really important. In the end, what I found at least on Sunday was that a lot of the pairs of people working together, if they were had different opinions on an issue, they had the same needs. So 
they both had compassion. They both had um, unconditional love. They both had values for life. Um, safety. Safety was on every single side of all the issues that we were talking about. So needs aren't in conflict. Once again, I'm just showing, wow, look at this. Needs are not in conflict. It's how we decide to get those needs met. And I do believe that we can coexist with differences of opinion about how to get those needs met. And yet we can live peacefully as people make choices around meeting their needs. And maybe we can even creatively come up with different strategies to meet those needs. Yeah, because also it sounds like when we talk about it, the uh, issues issues if you can't see me but I'm putting my little air quotes in the air are strategies and taking the time like you said to like be in a space where you can provide empathy for other people and people can provide empathy for you helps clear like the thoughts around that to get to like you said like those needs and you're finding like again needs never at odds and yeah I forget sometimes you have that practice group this is like my own thing where I'm like oh yeah I could jump in a practice group yeah (laughs) go to a practice group and be with people who are who are consciously practicing or wanting to we we did on Monday talk about gun violence we did you know um talk about the Roe versus Wade. And um, we talked about the power of the Supreme Court and our own personal power and all of these things that we can do without, you know, um, ripping on each other or throwing things at the screen or doing anything like that. Um, it, we need to also use the process of mourning. And I've talked about mourning here before. So slowing down is key. And then for yourself, like I imagine you're going through a process of mourning on your own when you talk about the feelings that you've had and needing space. So being able to, to sit with, you know, um, I mourn, you know, I mourn that let's take the, the shooting in Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Um, most recent one, at least I haven't checked the news today, but the most recent one. Don't check it. We don't know what's on there. United <laughs> States, um, where a 18 year old went into an elementary school and opened fire. And, um, I think it was 18 kids died, a teacher and plus also killed his grandmother prior to going to the school. Um, I mourn that this person um, told themselves that this was the choice that they had to get their needs met, that somehow in his life, this strategy was the one that he told himself is going to meet some needs for him, whether it was to be seen or compassion or love, um, maybe it was to matter or have power in his world. I don't know. We'll never know. Um, but this is what I mourn is that there's this initial person in so much pain that they are completely hopeless. And the only way that they're finding any power in their world is by hatching a plan to create a lot of violence and to take people's lives. And probably ultimately their own was in the plan as well. 
I don't know. Again, you know, some of these things we just don't know. So being able to fully mourn and grieve over this, um, over the needs that are unmet in that situation before even getting to all the other pain. You have to do it just layer by layer for me in order to look at the situation or I will be overwhelmed. I won't be able, then I'll just be screaming in the wind. Mm -hmm. So step-by-step being with each moment as much as possible and taking my time to grieve. And in the grieving, I also celebrate the need that I'm missing that's lacking. So obviously for me, um, the need for love was lacking in this person's life, need for um, acceptance, the need for um, power in their world, maybe compassion too. Obviously fun and play or joy, but there wasn't any of that from what I can tell. And then you know, I'm kind of speeding through the process, but being able to like sit with all of that, celebrate and grieve, and then move to the next case. I think this is going to be far more valuable than jumping into strategy of, okay, now we need to outlaw guns, or now we need to do something with mental health, or now we need to, first we need to mourn. Yeah. So for you're saying like, First, we need to take time to get to morning so that we can actually like take it like piece by piece and I don't know, just, like take care of yourself. Because once you like take care of yourself and you go through your process, um, you can be in a better place. But to jump right into, okay, what's the next strategy? And you haven't taken the time to like break down everything that's has the potential to stimulate you know or has stimulated you um well I just got lost in my own head but basically yeah when you haven't taken the time to like process those things and work through those potential like stimulators um you may not actually get to a place where we can have like clear-headed conversations clear heart conversations um Clear heart conversations. You like that? You like that? Um, <laughs> I do. But, otherwise, we're repeating. We're going to repeat history. We're just going to repeat it. And it's happening now. We are repeating history. And it's not bringing back the greatness people thought I want. That's a jackal, <laughs> everyone. That is a jackal, but it, it needed to be said on my end. <laughs> Cece is being sneaky with her jackals this morning. She can whisper all she wants. It's still a jackal. Um, <laughs> and that's okay too. You know, we, we want to have a space where we can, we can jackal. It's when we go out there and we jackal to the whole entire world and we stimulate more jackals that you know, the healing actually isn't happening at that level. Unless there was a collective like, okay, we've jackaled enough now. Now we're going to do something else. We're going to empathize with each other. Now, if we did that, um, you know, I'd pull my popcorn out and watch the show. But it's not what's happening. 
you know, this is, you just reminded me of something that I didn't even realize was happening, but like, so my, my first job ever was in radio and in that first team, I just realized that's something that they had us do. And I didn't even, it didn't even click until now is when there was something going on, they would literally put everyone in the room that worked in that department and the manager's like, listen, I'm leaving. And they would like, it's crazy. Cause they would like, now that I think about it, they would bring food, they'd put us on the room. And like, now's the time. If you have shit to let out, this is it. We're letting out all the shit. And then I'm gonna come back and we're gonna talk more. But like, they basically invited us to like a jackal session, but they did say, hey, if you like, you know, people made their choice, oh, I can't be here or whatever. But, and I remember when the teams changed, so like the company had a bunch of people leave um, or whatever. And then a bunch of new people came in that worked for another company and the whole dynamic changed. So those things stopped happening and the teams like, the team like kind of broke apart. It was like really disconnected. and. And now that I'm like sitting here, I'm like that, doing that, like even without even realizing it, even if it was just a, hey, stuff's going down, team is not vibing and we're a team. So we're all going to sit here and you either, you fire back and forth at each other or you're going to talk some shit and then we're going to sort it out was actually helpful. I say that just to say like, we had a whole jackal session without even realizing we were doing it. And it ended up just kind of, once it was all out, then after that, people were like, all right, cool. So how do we move forward, guys? And I was like, oh, wow, we actually did that in a work setting. And I'm out here saying like, I never did any of this stuff in work setting. And I have, <laughs> and it is helpful. And I've experienced it myself. And I've experienced when it doesn't happen, when the jackal is just skipped and you jump into how do we do this? And like, no one's even taking the time to be like, you know what? I want to tell this person that they suck. <laughs> and then we'll move into whatever, you know, or at least want to write it down. That's my favorite thing to do. When someone's, I, I tell myself they're annoying me. I'm like, I'm going to write that down right now. Stupid ass motherfucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Journaling is great that way. And you know, in, in, uh, NBC, we have, uh, several different ways of doing both empathy and self-empathy and, and the four ears and all of this. And, and my favorite, say my favorite one. Enemy images. Yes. yes. It's like the burn book, but the with, em- <laughs> but with empathy, you know, like me and girls had the burn book and she'd like put their picture and she'd be like that ugly girl. <laughs> we start there, but then we actually do a full process. <laughs> do a process that you know comes out the other end it comes out with transformed energy mm-hmm. so being able to do enemy images let's say that you are uh someone who doesn't agree with the opinions of the supreme court you could do an enemy image for each one of the sitting um justices you could do one for each opinion. You could you could take an opinion and for each sentence in the opinion, you could do an enemy image worksheet. And it's completely freeing. It's wonderfully freeing to be able to go, oh, okay, so this sentence was said. That's the observation. 
what's the most negative? Here's the fun jackal part. So what's the most negative thing that the person could have been intending when they said this or wrote this? And that's when you write your Netflix special. Right. <laughs> and then it's moving into how am I feeling? What am I needing? And you spend a lot of time with that before you get into trying to imagine the humanity of the other person. So you spend a lot of time on that front page of working through, you know, it's okay. I have this enemy image. I'm going to, I'm going to dance with it. And then I'll get to imagining humanity in the other person. Yeah. And I know too, you have a lot of those items like and resources on your Patreon. So that's like a great place where if you're sitting here and you're like, does that even work? What the heck are these two people talking about? <laughs> you can go on Patreon and get these resources. She has book resources and video resources. And I know um, at one point, I think we did put up like a worksheet or two um, to create that space for you to practice. Um, maybe not at not level 10 with your with your buddies <laughs> but you know some lower level stuff I was thinking and I haven't even talked to you about it but I think that what I'm going to do is offer um a, a two-part workshop on enemy images sign me up right now ASAP I'm in. <laughs> so look to the newsletter um which will come out with this uh this podcast and I just now had that kind of had that inside epiphany. I think it's needed. Um, just two part enemy image. So you would bring your enemy images, work on them and help you transform some energy. So you have more peace in your world. That sounds fun. Okay. So look out for the newsletter coming out soon. Patreon.com backslash Karen stars for some resources. And um, also you can always like just jump on Karen's website to see what's new as well. It's karenstars.com. Mm-hmm. And remember there is a Monday night practice group. If you have the fundamentals or basics of NBC down, just shoot me an email and um, we'll have a little conversation and then I'll send you an invite. Um, be gentle with yourself out there in the midst of everything going on knowing that you truly are a resource. So if you're run down, if you're tired, if you're overwhelmed, feeling helpless, won't be able to make changes in the world like you want to make. So uh, take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of yourself. And thanks for listening. Bye.